0: crazy. It's been a good, good week, I guess, but yeah. just busy and all over the place, right? Yep. Man. Yep. so uh, I guess, you know, for me, I think in the last like week or two, because I've just been kind of bouncing back and forth on locations. Um, because of remodel work, I have really felt the pain of um, needing to be reminded of the importance of having a routine. Mm -hmm. and that has just like I it took a minute to realize that that's what it was but my energy is off my rhythm is off just everything for me is off and you know I I think I cannot be the only person that is having that struggle right now with how everything is going um have you have you had any fun with that recently
1: (laughs) yeah I mean uh when, when the day doesn't start off you know the right way uh, it kind of lays the foundation for how the rest of the day goes and, and really to shake out of that, you have to have something like there's some days I got to just walk outside, like kind of shake it off a minute, you know, just to uh, to kind of reset. Um, but I, I do notice that, uh, you know, again, going back to like, you know, pre COVID disruption and all that stuff, you know, you and I were, uh, in the gym every morning, uh, it's kind of our normal routine. It's like start the gym, start with, you know, various uh, audios that you listen to. I would do the same and, uh, and then kind of strip that away, you know, because the gym's closed and, you know, I'm going to do it at home and then just not getting to it. Yeah. It's definitely different during the day. If you don't do that, you know, I'm not perfect with it, but I do try to still get a workout routine in. Um, and when I do totally different day. Like it just it feels different. Um, energy level is different. Uh, focus is different. So, um, you know, for me, I find that to be hypercritical. And then also, you know, related to like you, you mentioned, kind of bouncing around between maybe your home office and, and work office. Uh, you have to have some kind of a routine there. At least, at least somebody like me, or it might be the same. Like. You disrupt that environment too much, and uh, like my mind's like, hey, this isn't right. What's going on? I can't focus very well. I have to have some kind of a routine. I have to have a familiar environment to work out of. Just works good for me. For Um, sure. What do you find it?
0: Yeah, for sure. And just like even the change of scenery, like you know, we actually talked about that a few weeks ago. Um, Man, that has it's distracting. You know, just in like the silliness. Like even like looking at my desk right now, like things are. Slightly out of place compared to (laughs) how they're set up at my home and I'm looking at it and it's like, my brain doesn't like it. Um, but you know, like even the surface area is different. So whatever, I have to deal with that stuff. Um, but to your point with like, not just the routine of like, yeah, we would get up, get to the gym at the butt crack at dawn. Um, but one thing that you said that I hadn't actually thought of was, you know, the different audios, like, so the different things that we would listen to and take in, um, like I haven't been listening to much like podcasts or stuff like that like I normally would, or even audiobooks like my my reading is way down probably in the last month than ha- than it has been for the last few years. Um, and I actually I think that's probably a bigger part of what I'm missing is just that you know, brain stimulation and you know to get my mind on the right track of okay, what do I need to do today like, know i still do my my daily devotional like i'm on track with that um and that's good because that keeps my perspective and the lens at which i look at everything through correct right (laughs) Um, but i I think to your point i think i'm lacking that other stimulation to kind of just get my brain back into business mode and like okay let's go that's kind of
1: I think like the podcast, you know, for me, it was like, I would listen to the podcast daily. And, uh, and I noticed it was, it was interesting this week. um, I was just kind of felt like I was mindlessly like floating through Facebook, floating through Instagram, like literally no satisfaction with it. Just, like I was just searching. Like wow, I'm kind of missing something. What am I missing? What am I missing yeah. And I was. I'm like, oh, it's you know. I'm looking for. I want something new to think about. I want something new to learn. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that for me it comes from podcasts. You know, and it and it usually comes when I'm exercising. You know, I start to to listen to a lot of that stuff uh, instead of music. And uh and not having that, you're like for me, my mind is looking for it. You know, hey, learn something new, read something. Yeah. Like it was just. You've got to find it. And then, and then finding that uh, being able to, to kind of spend a few minutes on the drive to work this morning, I, I threw on a podcast and started to listen to it. It just kind of all of a sudden felt like, oh yeah, all right, this is what you're kind of looking for right here. This is uh this is that relief, you know, you're, yeah. you're trying to stimulate the mind a certain way. Um, and it's just because for years it was that way every single morning. And then to kind of strip that away or get a little bit lazy on it, my own doing, yeah. can't blame Covid for it, I, I could have easily done that at home, anyways. But I just decided not to in many cases, and uh, and you know, was, try, was definitely in my mind's going. Hey, remember that? It was kind of nice. You want that again, don't you?
0: Yeah. So. You need that. <laughs> you need that, yeah. Yeah, and so I that reminded me. So I I did start a new book, and then I had to kind of pause it because it's a book that I. This is one of the ones that I really need to be able to look at. Um, it's called The Road Less Stupid. Okay. Keith Cunningham. And it, it's a business book, but the guy, like there's, he's, there's a lot of bullet points, um, you know, maybe like a chapter, you know, summary in there, I guess. And it just doesn't come across the same on audio. So I kind of paused it. I got right. two or three chapters in and I was like, crap, I need to buy the book because this isn't helping me. Um, but since buying the book, I haven't, after I received the book, I haven't started it back up. So that's one thing I need to do as well. Um yeah. Yeah, uh, again, really- sometimes a
1: book like that, you got to get out the highlighter, get a dog here, some pages. You know, you got to have yeah. stuff that you can kind of go back to. You can run your finger across the words. You know, it, it has a different impact than it does just hearing it. For sure. Um, and yeah, one thing I heard somebody do because a lot of the books on audio are just easier for people that commute or that don't have the time to sit and read a book. Yeah. Um, but I did hear somebody that said that they, you know, they'll listen first. Something that seems engaging, then they'll do what you did, and they'll buy the book, and then sometimes they'll listen to it while they read it. <laughs> I don't know if I could do that, but uh, something about you know being able to kind of hear—sometimes it. it's the author, the actual author reading the book again—it's kind of mm-hmm. nice because they they enunciate differently, they they kind of expand on certain things a little different on the audio. So who knows? Yeah, it might be a, a good way to kind of learn that one.
0: I have to do that, like with my daily devotional stuff. Like I have to read and listen at the same time. Yeah, it just or else my brain gets sidetracked and i i can't maintain train of thought. You're reading
1: and, and your eyes kind of fall off the page and all of a sudden now you're thinking about work or you're thinking about yeah. what you got to do later or something like that. You're not on the yeah, I totally get it. Yeah, for sure.
0: Okay. So that's us and and our routines. Um, so how do we apply that just may, maybe just personal life then or you know for the people that hear this um, I guess it would be more difficult to speak to when we don't know their routines but yeah you
1: got to kind of create a new routine i yeah. mean essentially we're doing the same thing you know not being able to go to our favorite gym and, and work out um so you create a new routine maybe you don't have the same equipment at home um you know just using that as an example you know maybe you, you have you have to improvise a little bit you yeah. know so you just have dumbbells that's all you got or maybe you only have a certain weight on dumbbell um then you go all right well, what can i do with that And you can still do something with it, Mm -hmm. You don't have to just say, I can't work out at all because I don't have the stuff. There's plenty of things you can do. Um, And I think, you know, with if it disrupts you by, you know, normally having that quiet space in the morning, like after kid drop off and before you kind of start your day and it's not there anymore because kid drop off is literally like taking them from their bed to the kitchen, um, then you create... Some kind of a new routine around that, and, and I think it's helpful for uh, the kids too. I'm kind of thinking in the space of you know our kids being home for school, um, their routines sort of develop themselves. If if as a parent we're not like mindful around that, so if they start their day and they're on their iPads or they're on stuff like that and they don't do the schoolwork right away, that's not normally what happens before they go to class. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not ready in, in that place for learning, anyways. So I think uh, just as it's important for you or I to figure something out for uh, for work, so we can kind of prep our mind and get ready for the day, um, making sure we can kind of teach our kids that, and then and then for uh, supporting spouses that are you know home and, and trying to make all this stuff work, or the caretakers at home, you know, making sure that they have a space for that too. I think is really important,
0: for sure. And and good good point on priming the brain you know, for the kids to be able to learn. Um, I, I know I'm the same way. Like I, my brain is super delicate. <laughs> and if I don't prime my mind to go into the day to work, like if I, I don't know, was playing a game on my phone or something, like it just totally kills my flow for the rest of the day. Yeah. Um, and so I, and I'm very much a creature of habit and I have to be, or else I just, my mind wanders, right. And it's not fun. So doing that for kids, I'm sure, you know, I, I didn't have that kind of structure when I was a kid and I could have greatly benefited from that for sure. Um, but yeah, so for, for our kids and for school, and school starts, it's either started this week or starts next week, you know, depending on where you're at. Um, man, that's, I'd love to hear from other people on what you guys are doing to, you know, create that structure for your kids. And, you know, a little bit of tips and tricks to go back and forth with each other. That would be fantastic for sure. I don't think there's anybody out there who has that perfected.
1: I think everybody's kind of learning together, you know, so it's, it's neat to kind of share. It'd be, it'd be a fun place. I mean, especially like social media to kind of post up and go, hey, I finally got my kids, you know, ready to, to learn. This is what I did and it kind of helped. You know, you can try some different things out and see what the rhythm is. But I always relate like starting your day off um, to, to sports just because, you know, growing up, played playing sports for a while, and uh, and I, I noticed that, you know, if you were out there and you're you're reading your book in your in your hockey gear, and then they go, all right, you're ready to play hockey, you're not thinking about hockey the minute that you get up there, and there's a warm up still, so they still even with that, you still have a little bit of a warm up to kind of get the body loose and, and get going. But if, if you're prepping, like I have a hockey game tonight at seven o'clock and it's it's noon and you're thinking about it and you're thinking about how the game is gonna go or how you want it to go. So you're putting a lot of thought into um, some of these sporting events. You know, it can be the same way with life. Like, all right, I got tomorrow, we got math. Uh, in math, my kids are not super happy with math. So tomorrow's gonna be potentially a challenge. So you kind of prep yourself like, hey, how can I teach this to them? Or how can I assist them in learning this? Um, could be you know really beneficial to allowing you to maybe see it in a different way that you can kind of uh, teach the children with that in a patient way because it can be frustrating if you're not a natural teacher to be yeah. thrown in this position where you have to kind of assist the uh with the distant learning um or with work you know and and basically if you weren't planning on working on a, a friday and all of a sudden now you're working the whole day you know, as well as I do, that day is like totally off course, right? It's not, you're not like in that mindset, you know? So, um, so I think the night before I, what usually works well for me when I do get in that rhythm is thinking about the next day of the night before kind of planning out the intention and then start that morning with, you know, what are my big things I got to get accomplished today? So I got to get I got to get this, you know, work. It's like this loan's pre-approved. It's a difficult one. I got to find a solution for it. Um, I got to call these three people. You know, there's things that uh, I start to kind of think about that I make sure our priority. And I'm thinking about those oftentimes the day before the night before um, to just kind of prep myself um, to know that that's coming up and, and I got to sometimes sleeping on it gives me like that clarity the next morning to uh, solve a problem that maybe I didn't see that night before. So it mm-hmm. seems to work.
0: For sure. An added benefit of that too, when I started doing that was like the kid before Christmas, you know, effect, right? Like when, when I think about those things the night before and you know, when it's time to wake up in the morning, like oftentimes when I've done that the night before, I'll wake up before my alarm and I don't even have to, you know, turn it off. You know what I mean? i don't have to wait for it to go off and I'll get up and already be in the shower before, you know, my alarm would normally go off because I had primed my brain, like, okay, tomorrow, here's what needs to be done. Or especially if it's going to be an early day um, and early, I mean, like for other people early, cause we both wake up really early and get started. Um, but if I'm meeting somebody like before 8am, that's early for an appointment. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that helps me. It just gives me that energy and that drive, like, okay, shoot, I'm behind the eight ball already and I need to get going. Um wow. Yeah, so the kid before Christmas effect, right? The excitement to get up out of bed, whether it's positive excitement or nervous excitement, Um, and and like you said, if you just sit on it long enough, like you'll get clarity around it as well, and and you know your brain will do some outside the box thinking, even subconsciously. Yeah, I think it starts to pull in
1: solutions for you naturally it's just like, oh, Mike really wants this. Mike's looking forward to Christmas. So <laughs> start thinking about Christmas or what you know what yeah. you're gonna do for it. So yeah, to that point, I think it's uh, it's really important to have, you know, a little bit of prep. You gotta prime that mind a little bit for what you're about to do and take on. And it seems to definitely aid in the solutions for
0: sure. Yep. Well, and it just brings your subconscious, your know, your your RAS. Um to pay attention to that stuff. So if you have a difficult loan or if I'm looking for a unicorn house for a client, you know, all of a sudden, if, if that's been on your brain, then as soon as you see something, you know, that you might've overlooked, your brain will pick it up and be like, Hey, that'll work for that person. Yeah. So yeah, that's good. And then same thing at home, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, with, with your homework routine, or if you're, if you're somebody that's working like long hours during the week, um, having that, uh, that thought pattern around how the weekend's going to go because like for me, that weekend is the time that I get to spend with the family. And so um, if I'm not kind of prepping myself for that, or if I'm coming in hot and I call it coming in hot, like on Friday, <laughs> yeah. I haven't, I haven't idled down, like my car's still in race car mode. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: um, I, I need to kind of idle down and get ready for that weekend. So I can kind of settle into that role. Cause that's a very different role than it is during the week. You know, when you're focused on work or just kind of tackling the, the day. Um, yeah, definitely. Definitely helps quite a bit. Um, there, there was an old—I uh, can't remember the the, the, the way that the story went, but it used to say that. Uh, um, I don't remember what the tribe was, but there, were, there was this this tribe that used to go out and they'd go out do battle and you know whatever conquered land and go find animals or whatever they were mm-hmm. doing. But before they would come back into the to to the home to they would park out like just outside of their their village they could see the village but they would stay there they'd stay there for one full night and they would stay there for one full night so they could get their mind right so that when they came in to be home they were home Mm. They had to kind of like shed not not just like physically but mentally what they were just doing they were in battle uh it's a very different mindset than coming home and like hugging on your kids and stuff so um so they would they would camp out like one night right before and then they would go into town so they didn't just run right back in and uh, I, when, when I was told that, I thought, hey, that's such a good good practice, you know, coming home at night after a long day of work, maybe just a little extra drive, you know, around the block or something to, to kind of cool it down a little bit uh, if you've had a rough day uh, mm-hmm. so that you're a little bit more present and a little bit more of yourself when you get home is a good idea.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and, uh, and and likewise, some, some mornings are just not going to go your way. And so... The intent to get that morning started just perfect. Um, if it's not going that way, maybe you start a little later and you just take that extra few minutes to kind of prep yourself. Maybe you take another half an hour to, to kind of get everything right so that you can actually make the rest of the day a little bit better. And there's, it's okay to get a little bit behind every once in a while. So
0: um,
1: otherwise you just never get on track. That whole day is off.
0: For sure. Yeah. I've had plenty of days like that as well man. And then I, I like that idea with the tribe, you know, just coming back and setting aside extra time and a whole day or a night, even like, that sounds crazy. I know for you and I, it's like an extra five minutes, you know, <laughs> maybe 15 minutes. Well, you need some time. Yeah. But yeah, an extra night. That's, that's crazy. I mean, that's, doesn't seem like that's really an option right for us, but, um, but it's a a good lesson nonetheless you know like you said coming in hot it's with all of the stresses and frustrations that come from the day and and you know maybe taking not taking that on the family but just having that knee-jerk reaction um like i had to run back home this morning so on the opposite of that i had to run back home this morning and on the way home i was excited to be going home And the thought pattern around like, dude, having kids at home is the most amazing thing because as soon as they see you or you walk in the door, it's like they throw a friggin' parade, like, yeah, dad's home. Like, that's an awesome feeling. Right. And it's not often that I have that same thought process and feeling at the end of the day. Like you said, when you're coming in hot and it's just like the world is on your shoulders. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was a good refresher even before this conversation to have that happen today. So it's awesome. It's like yeah. a good reminder.
1: I think that's, that's really good. And then, you know, for those in relationships, it's always good to kind of know the other side too. Uh, like in my world, you know, wife stays with, with the kids and, and helping with that kind of thing. So on the weekends, if I can grab them and we just kind of run out for a little bit mm-hmm. um, or she goes and gets coffee and it's like, hey, go solo, you know, we don't all have to go with you. Sometimes it's like 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, It's all she really needs, just to have like a little bit of time to, to kind of do the same thing, like shed whatever she was carrying during the week, kind of like, oh, all right, we're good. We can relax and, and start to recoup a little bit.
0: Uh, makes a big difference, so. For know, sure. And I, too. and I think that the world is lacking that time right now because mm-hmm. of COVID. I mean, just everybody being stuck home, like all of our normal entertainment stuff is closed. Like we're not going and right. doing that. Right. So, and then, so they, yeah, that,
1: that's a good point. Uh, Cause sometimes you get that stimulus for, I you know for some people, you know, your family and other families going to Disneyland,
0: mm-hmm. it's
1: great, Right. Like that. You look forward to it. You get in there, you go to the weekend, you're enjoying Disney. Um, and that kind of recharges the batteries. Well, you take that away. You have to replace it with something. Um, and, and if you're, you know, if you're used to traveling and you're not traveling and that's normally how you re- recharge your battery, like, what are you going to do in, instead of that? You know, you have to figure that out. It's different for everybody, but yeah. maybe try some new things out. You know, maybe it's a, a a game that the family gets engaged with together, you know, in, in the yard or something like that, that, you know, kind of just gets uh, the endorphins flowing a little bit for everybody and, and gets y'all involved. You know, maybe that, that little bit of fun is what you need, you know, to kind of help everybody kind of recharge. Cause remember like at home, um, whoever's at home with you, your, your spouse, your, your loved one, your, your kids, you know, they're feeling that stuff too. Um, yeah. And and likewise, if they're feeling it, maybe you're having a great day, you get home, you pick up on it as well. So I and mean, getting everybody on the same page um, and having a good place to kind of release things. Um, kids need it too. It's, they, if they're used to doing something and it's kind of pulled away. I know a lot of kids that were involved in extracurricular activities that are no longer participating in that stuff. Um, you know, in a sense, that's kind of a release for them. So they have to be able to to have a new outlet for that kind of thing. So
0: for sure, man, I know we could probably talk about that all day because that's been everybody's life for the last five months. Um, but we're running short on time. Uh, anything new in the marketplace as far as loans go? Um, Yeah. So,
1: so loans, um, we touched on a trend i kind of want to mention this today because it was interesting we, we touched on a trend recently where we were saying okay uh, nationally not just lancaster Palmdale, but nationally we're starting to pick up on hints that um, people are starting to pay attention to remote areas like lancaster Palmdale would be considered a remote area because we're kind of that sister neighborhood to the greater los angeles market right yep and and the greater los angeles market is way more expensive than lancaster Palmdale. I mean, you look at what you get dollar for dollar it's mm-hmm. almost double um yeah. so um there was a trend that it started to kind of evolve and i, I took it with a grain of salt i'm like you know these are they're, they're trying to create some hype around you know the fact that we've been out of displaced and working from home here for a little while and you know is that really a trend is it not maybe we've seen some of it in real life like we've seen people that are working bay area that are now living in Santa Clarita because. A house for 800 grand in Santa Carita is a deal mm-hmm. compared to you know that same home in in the Bay Area was like 1.2 million and it was like 40, 50 years older and needed a whole bunch of work and stuff. So they were they were like, oh this is a deal. I'll make it work from home. So we, we started to see some real life examples of that. Mm-hmm. But one thing that was really a tell on that is that uh, Zillow, our favorite favorite website Zillow, their stock rose today. It's been kind of bouncing anywhere from like 15% to 20%. And one of the main reasons for it is they're saying that this this various trending of people kind of moving into different locations that are maybe a little bit more affordable mm-hmm. is aiding in the performance of Zillow and, and what they can actually offer, uh, you know, at the end user level. So Zillow seeing a big pickup on it, and so much so that their stock has raised, you know, 15 to 20% throughout the day. It's kind of bounced around today. Um, but I'm like, okay, well, that's a pretty big tell right there. I mean, that, yeah. you know, that's a big entity. It wasn't because they didn't get 15, 20% because their accuracy level improved by that much. Um, but the fact that they're seeing, Hey, there's a lot more end users that are going to be using this and they're looking to use our tool to buy and to move and things like that. And therefore our valuations to increased by that amount. That's a, that's a big move in one day uh, it's huge. F- for not rolling out new technology or anything different. It's just literally like end user, uh, adoption is, it's, it's pretty big.
0: Yeah, for sure. I saw an article earlier, I think that it was saying that due to the shortage of inventory that Zillow actually had to pull out of their iBuyer program where yeah. in a lot of areas where they're purchasing homes, uh, just cause it wasn't making sense. The margins weren't there. Right. Um, anyway, that's so to your point of it's jumping it's because of a surge in user use Uh, It's, you know, it's not because they rolled out anything new. In fact, their their iBuyer program, they're having to pull out of. So you would think if anything, that would have dropped it. But the fact that it's increasing, that's a very interesting point. Um, I've heard that Mammoth uh, is doing very well. um, But oddly that their condo market is doing very well and their single. No, No, it was the opposite. The single family market was doing really well and the condo market. wasn't so much um and I've kind of been watching that I know we've talked about it before um again the same idea people moving from the bay to Santa Clarita versus people you know moving from you know let's say Lancaster Palmdale to Mammoth or Big Bear because they don't have to you know they're buying vacation homes and living in them instead of only having them be vacation homes so anyway
1: yeah yeah definitely trending. um we've also seen and and you can probably speak to this I don't know if you've Mm have the data or know ballpark what the data is but the amount of buyer activity that we're seeing is not just within the av right it's not like our little family here that's swapping homes around we got a lot of people moving from the valley all the way out here and um and so that's always been a big influence on our our values and and uh, demand yeah but it seems like that number has increased at least from what i've seen a lot of the buyers that i, I look at our buyer activity right now would say it's definitely biased for people that don't live here right now. Uh, They're moving to the area because it's affordable. Um, What are you, what are you seeing on your side?
0: For sure. It's been a, an insane, uh, it, well, so even just a couple of years ago, it was, you know, down at like 18% roughly, um, of buyers were coming in from out of the area. Um, well, and I can't really measure that so much it was 18% of the buyers were represented by agents who were not members in our market, right? Um, Which makes you think that they're coming from out of the area. Um, And like last year it jumped up to 50%, which was huge. Um, I'm trying to pull it up right now, but it was, I, I saw it the other day and the number was pretty significant. I'm looking right now.
1: Yeah, we've just seen, you know, from like pre-approval requests, you know, when we ask these people where they live, um, a lot of them. I would say recently, probably as high as like 7 out of 10 pre-approved buyers are not here. Um, they're coming from L.A., Glendale, Sydney Valley. They're, they're all over the place they're, and they're looking to relocate here. And at one point, the the, the hesitation to move here was the commute. Uh, for yeah. a lot of folks and so some of them are still doing that mm-hmm. others that we've talked to i mean they're it's like real live data and they're going yeah I, I'm, my company told me that we're able if we want we can come back but if not permanent solution working from home so they're, they're okay with it so now that we're allowed to work from home like we want to live in palmdale because i can get a you know, three thousand square foot single story house for way cheaper than i can in this other area so um, that's what we're starting to see
0: Yeah, so year to date, we've had about 3,000 homes sell and about 1,200 of, so 3,000 homes in our MLS have sold and about 1,200 of the buyers were represented by agents who aren't members of our system. Um, So that's a third-ish right there. Um, That. Doesn't take into account, and I can that'll take me longer to do. But that doesn't take into account all of the agents who aren't local but are members here. So right. I'll look into that in a little bit and and let you know. But yeah, yeah that's a harder one of them aren't throw members.
1: But yeah, it's I mean, so the proof is right there. We have, we have a lot of people. So we kind of hear this every once in a while. People, go, oh my gosh, everybody's leaving town. Yeah, I mean, I've heard people that are leaving town, right? Mm-hmm. On their way out, they're high fiving like a group of people that are coming in. So it's, it's oh, for like sure. We're replacing them just as fast as they're leaving. So, if not
0: faster. Yeah. I mean, maybe we'll look at our demand. Like, yeah. I mean, we have three times as many homes as in escrow as we have on the market.
1: Right. But so. we'll hear that every once in a while. You go, oh, man, my friend and then his friend and my neighbor, we're all moving. We're moving, you know, to Arizona. We're moving to Wisconsin, wherever, all these different places. Like, yeah, I mean, there's definitely a trend there, right? If you Good. can do it, or if you're in a position where your, your employment's re, you know, moving you around, for sure, something to yeah. consider. Um, but again, on the way out, high-fiving folks are like, yeah, finally, we can move to California. <laughs> like, really? Like, these people are done fed up with California. These other ones are so excited to be here uh, because of the weather and everything else. So it's, it's just this funny dynamic that uh, being a neutral party, like in our position, we yeah. see it. It's, it's interesting.
0: It is, for sure. Awesome. alrighty, sir. Well, it is 1130. Um, I need to get going. Um, Thank you again for joining us today. You got it. And we'll see you guys next week. All right. Have a good
1: Friday. Thanks, guys. See ya.